Does it hold up? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Does it hold up? Aha, you are listening to Does It Hold, Does it hold up? up? Way up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Philip. And Katie. And <laughs> oh, God. I knew we were going to do that. And Katie. You too and Bridget. Long. I know. I should be me because I'm here live You're in the podcast second. studio. I know. I forgot. We're rusty. Mm-hmm. We are rusty. It's been a while. Yep. So, I mean, we're, we're just checking in on it anyways this is the christmas version of does it hold up i mean you guys are still writing about the halloween episode yep and we got a lot of flack for our thanksgiving one but this christmas one is really where it's at we're gonna knock it out of the park i've gotten some threats (laughs) (laughs) people need just need to relax i mean they need to calm down yeah sip some eggnog chillax exactly and so for this Christmas time, holiday time episode. We are looking at Love Actually. Love Actually, you forget the name of the the, movie. That, yeah. We should say that you may recognize our voices from the ever popular podcast, Real World Westeros. They're thinking about making a movie out of it. (laughs) Oh my God, please. (laughs) I wonder who will play me. Yeah. Ooh, that's Uh, another, it's a whole other uh, podcast. Dogs oh. <laughs> we can make <laughs> like, oh, man. very aggressively checking her yeah. breath. Ha, ha. She's, she's been not uh, working on protecting me from all mm. the uh, the threats I've been receiving <laughs> about the Halloween episode of Does It Hold Up? Yeah. Uh, so this is an evolution from that podcast where we watch some of our favorite movies or right. movies maybe we're we're less familiar with that are popular movies and we evaluate whether or not they hold up. Yeah, that that is true. And so I guess with that we'll sort of describe our familiarity with this movie. Yes, our levels. Um I'm I'm I would give my level as a airport montage of Huggin. Just I've I've saw the, I saw this back when you could probably do that in an airport. Um, yeah. Of like say goodbye to someone, and then I really have caught like five minutes of it here and there. Mm-hmm. But until watching it two weeks ago, yeah, I've only seen it once. All the oh, way through. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Phil and I sat down and watched it together a couple weeks ago, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my level, um, I'll give it a Christmas classic level because oh, wow. it, yeah, like it's not. I don't want to say I watch it every year. But more often than not, I watch it around the holiday season. Um, and when it first came out, I definitely remember really liking it. Um, I don't want to. I might just be, you know, shooting myself in, the own, in my own foot here. But I'm, I'm going to give myself a, an expert wow. level. Whoa. Okay. On this movie, I'm yeah, excited this is about a, this. This is a bit of a turn of affairs. Oh yeah, from, from Real World Westeros. Um, because we, yeah, I've probably seen this movie at least over twenty times all the way through. Oh, I love this. Yeah, and wow. then um, okay. multiple times just in snippets on TV. And mm. I ha- I own the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and definitely, yeah, I definitely, oh, wow. and I saw it in the movie theater, so I feel 3D. very <laughs> confident about this movie. Um, yeah, I. I associate it a lot with Peace Corps, and I don't know, but both both times I did Peace Corps, which was 10 years apart, I feel like when I'm out of the country, this movie becomes very important. It's like very nostalgic. I definitely have it tied to the holidays. Because yeah. it's British. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
you did Peace Corps London. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, th I think we can just jump right into it. I mean, there is eight storylines yeah. that are twisting and turning. It's a Christmas octopus of storylines. <laughs> yes. Just some more important than others. Some of those like just gimpy tentacle yeah. that doesn't do Jesus. too much. Um, I'm realizing I totally forgot all of my notes that I took during the movie, but that's okay because I think as we start talking about these plot lines, I'll be able did, to conjure them You put them, them in up. like a like notebook paper yeah. and I was like, wow. I that's... totally did. Well, now wow, it's... that's very official. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway. You, it, it, I hear the act of writing things down makes you remember. Okay. So they're locked in your brain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, we've got a bunch of storylines. So I think we'll, we'll kick it off with uh, the prime minister yeah. and his secretary, of course, Hugh Grant and... Monica Lewinsky. Monica, yeah. No. Kind of. It's not Monica Lewinsky. Okay, though. I mean, we're jumping to the very end, but she is wearing that beret at the end when she jumps on him. I'm not oh, saying I'm not saying that I think the character is like Monica Lewinsky, but I wonder if the director did. I've got to think that that was on purpose, right? Some some way, but I agree with you. It wasn't really because they're they're close in age ish, you know. Close in age, it's consensual. He's not a total creep, right? It's definitely movie star age because I'm sure she's still a lot younger than yeah. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, right. What is most upsetting about that storyline is just how much time they spend talking about her weight yeah. um, when she's Man. not overweight right. whatsoever. Bridget, that's what I was going to say. I like. I think when we were watching it, I called it the Jennifer Goodwin effect, where somehow we're supposed to be gaslit into thinking this actress is chubby. And it's like, this woman is very slim. And her I waist don't... is probably like a size about four or six. Yeah. Just very well, small. And her it's... her face, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, she probably, right, she probably has a booty, and that's kind of it. Um, yeah, the fat shaming thing that the yeah, that the female, like, chief of staff jumps in on and says, like, oh, I'd say that's a sizable, sizable ass there, you know? And it's like, oh, that, yeah, that to me I didn't like at all. And my guess is, like, the writers are like, oh, this is part of the joke is that everyone thinks... It is. And he doesn't and get it. Not, or no, that people are really criticizing and she's not. Maybe. Or, but no, I just they never talked about that, though. Uh, no, but, I mean from the writers. Like, oh. it didn't work at all. No. Um, right. It, it, just a microcosm of does it hold up. That whole thing. That does not. Did, did not. Also, <laughs> so Phil and I were talking about, I, we disagree on this point. So I mm. thought... Like, first of all, this storyline with Hugh Grant is so obvious to when the movie was made, which I believe is 2003, which is, like, such a reaction, I think, to 9-11 and, like, Britain's... W. Yeah, George W. Bush and in the invasion of Iraq and, like, all of that. So, like, Billy right. Bob Thornton is basically an even George more creepy... Yeah, George W. Bush. Um, and I always thought that when Hugh Grant walks in on... Um, now I can't remember the secretary's name. The secretary and Billy Bob Thornton. And Billy Bob Thornton, it's like the secretary doesn't even have her arms to defend herself because she's holding a tray of cookies. And Billy Bob Thornton is like whispering into her ear, making a move. I kind of feel like the movie has you believe that Hugh Grant sees this as a rejection from her to him. And that's why he has her transferred. She, he's like, mm, yeah, this is not happening anymore because she's clearly interested in the American president. Well, no, I think that he was 
he realized his affection for her mm. and he couldn't handle <laughs> being around her. My That's theory thinks, was, yeah. well, mine okay. was that he then sort of reacted back at the president and sort of yelled at him and sort of put him in his place with sort of international relations in... Which was a feel-good moment right. in the movie. But it, yeah. I think he was letting his his protectiveness for her and his feelings for her get in the way of how he was conducting policy, and that's why he moved her. But then at the end, like, when they're going to that school play, and she, like, writes in that postcard, like, I'm actually yours, and then she's like, I just, you know, what you saw wasn't... Like, she's kind of defending herself, and Ugh, he just yeah. doesn't... He doesn't... He's not like, of course, you were groped. Right. Like, of course it's not your fault. I hate that you... You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't yeah. really rise to the occasion. And but it, his fragile masculinity... True. Yes, that'll accept. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And Go ahead. what about those dance moves to jump? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Come I on. do find, other than that, other than that piece of it, I do find Hugh Grant exceedingly charming he is. in this film. He is very That's charming. That's his job like in it. every movie. He's bumbly and charming. Uh, I've stumbled through your words and yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. He's oh, like the oh, American oh, Jimmy, oh. he's the British Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah. He's maybe the American, the American Jimmy Stewart. British Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's and then they they make out on stage. Yeah. Yeah. After I mean culminating in the best uh, version of Mariah Carey I've ever seen. Ooh, yes. Which we could get to. Which, I mean, I guess that, that's a different plot line. That's but number two. And, yeah. and these will be Remember they in. all tie together, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, barely. Uh <laughs> so the the second plot line is the little Muppet kit. Yeah. The little Muppet kid. Sam. And Sam. Sam. And Liam Neeson's. Uh, that kid looks like a sock puppet came to life. Yeah. <laughs> he ha- he literally has buttons for eyes. He looks like one of these these puppets that used to be on this show, Pinwheel. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Plus and minus. Plus and minus. He looks like plus and or minus. <laughs> Bridget, I, I, I love that we have the exact same like catalog of random like cable shows. I didn't have cable as a kid, <laughs> so special. I never. Yeah. All right, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's this little kid. His mom just died of something. I know. Uh, it probably was, cancers. I probably because she had time enough to like. It wasn't sudden because she had time enough to like right. plan her own like Make video. Her own at the end. Why does everyone have to wear their coats inside Ooh, at this funeral? Good question. It's so cold in there. What's? It seems very Britain to like cut back on the heat though, or mm-hmm. something. But yeah, I I I know what you mean. All their it's buildings are cold, so heated. <laughs> good good idea. Good good question. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. Good observation. So I guess Liam Neeson is sort of helping the kid with love to sort of get through his own grief. And he's a stepfather, which is interesting. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not his child. Yeah. And so you're like, where's his dad? Right. He doesn't have kinda... either parent. And yeah. Like, and he's a Muppet. Jeez. Right. I it's, miss that. Yeah. yeah, it's like the plot thickens because he's like, yeah. uh, great. <laughs> um, it's easier for them to be each other's wingman. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, I really in case Claudia Schiffer comes by, right? Which, which she is just might. Just a real, yeah. The movie is filled with a couple of points of like magical realism, and that's one of them. Although she wasn't playing herself, she I was know, playing, no, yeah. she wasn't. right? But it's a little bit of like a wink, wink, like okay. But yes, she was Karen, not Claudia. <laughs> um, 
And I don't know. I really enjoyed. I enjoy this storyline. I enjoy yeah. Liam Neeson. I enjoy Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson's relationship. Right. I really think that's super cool. You're not sure how they know each other, but like, I like Emma Thompson laughing at the video montage. Everyone else is like so sad and kind of appalled, and like she laughs at it, and I think that's cool. I think they're just like old friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think they were like couple friends. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. This there's some. Very talented actors. Yeah. In this, and like Emma Thompson oh, yeah. laughing or emoting to anything is pretty. Emma Thompson is amazing. amazing. Yeah. I love her. So She's incredible. Much. I will say, what's hard for me about this plot is because of um, reality that Natasha Richardson, who was Liam Neeson's wife, died in a skiing accident in 2009, oh, and he yeah. like did become a widow, and then did all mm. of those like horrific like taken like went kind of super dark. It does. Why do people go skiing at all? <laughs> right. Um, it's fun. It's, Just wear a helmet. Yeah, that's you a know. whole. Yeah, but yeah. people die. Okay. Well, you know what? That well, I mean, she died. She fell like almost it's standing. Like Bunny's. Yeah. Yeah. Not, she, I mean, taking a she... lesson, like she fell weird and hit her head in like the wrong way, and then it was like she had an aneurysm yeah. later. It was it was so Ugh, tragic and sad God. and like uncalled for. Um, but anyway, I have a hard time watching that storyline without thinking like, "Ugh, this like kind of became real." Right. Um, but yeah, I, but then it kind of more focuses on Sam, who elects what has to be the most annoying instrument for a stepchild to take up <laughs> and learn. Right. Well, the my drums. thing is like you don't have to practice the drums on like actual drums. If you're just working on rhythm, you really need the loudest things in the world to like beat on yeah i don't, I don't know I'm, i, I don't... think when you're a little kid you do okay. plus yeah. it, you know it, it allows for him to put those cute signs outside of his room. oh right yeah. yeah that is cute those are yeah i do think that in this instance i mean we can talk about how the lack of any same-sex couple mm. in anywhere um is annoying i think that is something that doesn't hold up about this movie. oh yeah but well i, I agree But I do think that they handle, like, when he, when, like, Liam Neeson is trying to be overly woke and he's like, what's his his or or her name? And he's like, her name. And he handles it well, too, because he's, like, annoyed at Liam Neeson trying to be super sensitive and eager. But, like, none of it's homophobic, which it could easily be. So I thought that was kind of cool. But it's not, like, homo-welcoming. Is that a term? Homo welcoming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homo homecoming. Homo coming. Homo coming. Um, <laughs> no, and it's kind of like more like we like there's also the the plot it's line. Barely of, people of color. Yeah. Well yeah. everybody every person of color is super peripheral. Yeah. And then yeah. the homosexual references like when Laura Linney asks if the walking dead guy is interested in his friend rather than Kieran Knightley. Right. Which would make way more sense. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, no, no. You know, like, it's like the movie wants you to know that they're aware that gay people exist and they don't have a problem with it, but the camera shall not focus on them. When you say the Walking Dead character, Mm -hmm. I think you're talking about Kieran Knightley because (laughs) I think she looks like a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about... She would have the deadliest bite as a zombie. (laughs) Oh! She could bite through, like, just sheet sheet metal. From underneath. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh God! Yeah, we're just like body shaming left and right no, after th- having I such think, a problem. I think with she's it. attractive, but oh, yeah. I, she just For has sure. like a very severe. She's a severe face. Yeah, yeah. 
we're talking about the guy that is like the art dealer, the guy that videos their wedding right. that has L- a crush Lincoln on Lincoln something another Are we moving into No, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was just talking about the other the only other homosexual reference in the movie. Right. Homosexual. It's like super um DSM. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that more yeah. of that. Um, so uh, yeah, anything I mean still on the Muppet and Liam, I this sort of a that little kid could never have gotten <laughs> that girl. That girl. She does have a fantastic voice. And I, I get... She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. She's also like five years older than him, it seems. He's way well, smaller. Well, no. I spend a lot of time teaching children. Yeah. And especially in the fifth grade, you know, the women, the girls can be, uh, you know, more mature looking. Are they fifth grade? I would say around that. Yeah. He, was, he was 13. So I will be able to sprinkle what? in... A Go lot of on. trivia about this movie because I was working on our trivia for our show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he was thirteen. Here's a question for you: How much older was Kira Knightley than this thirteen-year-old? Oh shit! He was thirteen during that movie. He was thirteen during He's that movie. He's a really young-looking like thirteen. 10. Yeah. He just always looks like he still looks like thirteen. He does. Oh god, was she like? Was she like twenty? No. She was 19? Was she 21? Was she younger? She was younger. She was like 18 years old. 21? Younger. She was 17? She was 17. No. Yeah. No way. Yep. No. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, she was 17. That's not even like legal, nope. is it? To it cast somebody not. like that? Yeah. Is it? No. Well, it, she was 17 years old? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. That's crazy. Was she already? This was right before she did Pirates of the Caribbean. Whoa. How nuts. You couldn't get an of age British actress to play that part? Was Natalie Portman not available? I know she's not British, but she looks a lot like her. Yeah. So yeah, that that's my little first little piece of trivia. Wow. Well that's Did you hear nuts. That? Um, something about no it what what was it? Oh man, I was opening a can. Oh uh, nice. Congrats. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um Yeah. She, well, he gets what he wants in the end, which is like a kiss. I mean, it was. Is I, that pageant in a public school or is it like, uh, it seems very fancy. And like the teachers singing and the, I mean. Oh, right. Sorry, I forgot involved. about the, yeah. We were saying, we I think we want to do this for the improv show that like, it's fun to guess like who is more self-deprecating or self-loathing, like British men or just earthly women because like every british man like including that teacher comes on he's like we're going to do a little skit now so just forgive us oh we're, sorry. we're a I'm bunch sorry. of garbage oh we're trash yeah. <laughs> just like it's so oh it's like compulsory okay to keep any anything else we want to say about the muppet or liam neeson a we were talking about how those security guards yeah. can't run at all because oh, he they were great. is right. two feet they tall. Were, they were running but backwards. Here is, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it because I have. It comes up in a different thing, and I'll wait until it comes up again. But yeah, just okay. just on that same point, it's like yeah, I remember like playing tag or whatever with my uncle when I was a kid, and I would be what I thought was like a hundred yards from him, <laughs> and he would take like three steps and he's caught me. You yeah. know, and just like <laughs> a, adults. Adults can got the catch wingspan. kids. <laughs> this sounds so horrible, but they can catch up to kids so fast, you know? Yeah, all of that story. I just want to say, I, <laughs> yeah. miss, I miss a day and age when you could just 
you could accidentally get on an airplane right to the wrong like somebody here in san diego was telling me a story recently when they were a kid that they had just talked their way on an airplane without a ticket and flew to like cleveland or something and yeah. I, I just i just miss those days, those days yeah. are gone yeah those i know days are gone. i would say this movie is the first movie to lament those days because they actually bring up the whole right. Heathrow before 9-11 thing, which is interesting. Right. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to put a pin on my other okay. comment. So we'll move on to the, the next storyline, which my least favorite one, mm. which was the annoying sex guy, the Col- Colin, the guy who just <laughs> wanted to have sex. And this, he was the worst. This is the magical realism part where it's like. But he, he does have a sexy British accent. Which Colin God of Sex? That part I I do think would work. Yeah, like, a British accent would totally work. But then he comes to Wisconsin and he's met by January Jones, Elizabeth Cuthbert, and then like two other women. Yeah, and it's like that is it's exactly his fantasy plus. I Denise mean, like this Richards is was one of them, I think. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes, it was Denise. Richards. Jesus Christ, yeah, she's Harriet, I think. Mm-hmm. And so Harriet. that that is unlike any of the other storylines where it's just so fantastic like fantastic and i'm from wisconsin it's <laughs> it's not like that right but I was, that yeah. it just breaks <laughs> yeah. the podcast anyway i was always confused as like and watching it i'm like why is this storyline like satirically you know what i mean it it's is just very nuts. confusing and out it does not seem to fit it's almost like yeah, and they then were they just come, trying to find something for him to do. Right, and then they come back to Britain, and they're still there. It's not like, you know, like, it It doesn't make any sense to me. It just wasn't needed. I don't yeah. know. Or just make him, I don't know, less just unlikable and just maybe I don't, not typically attractive or, or yeah. something, you know, but likable, and he goes over there and because of his accent. But he's just... All across the board, just an unlikable person. It's another well, example. it's another dig at the United States and, like, the Seriously? sort of just, like, the dumbness of oh, like the, dumb the middle of the country and just, like, I guess you're right. women. By the way, not, not Midwestern accents. No. They did not <laughs> nail that. Um, which is a shame because January Jones is from... North or South Dakota, I can't remember. But she could have pulled it off if she wanted. Apparently, and I didn't really see it in the movie, but she was doing a lot of ad-libbing and writing her own jokes and dialogue for that She's part. a real mystery man. <laughs> yeah. January wow. Jones. That JJ. Uh, yeah. This is another, and this storyline is another example of, like, a side character, like the, um, an actor of color being totally in the periphery. Yeah. Who was arguably the more interesting person in that relationship. But yeah. You mean the guy who works on the porn, the porn no. yeah yeah, he, yeah the porn right. photographer the porn he was like best friend of the guy who goes okay yeah 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 uh anyway i don't i don't have anything more to say yeah about. i don't need to talk about this one anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh speaking of which then we have the sex movie stand-ins um, <laughs> yeah. sex movie also known as a porno I guess the fanciest porno in the world yeah we had a lot of questions about like why they need to be so method for right. their stick because they're just there to mark like lighting. the position and lighting right lighting. so they don't actually actually have to like rub her nipples in the no. exact same way Which and be I super w- naked I, Go ahead. I think that's just like the mark of like of British humor you know mm. what I mean it's like completely over the top and absurd 
and cheeky, right? I mean, that's... Or, like, these people are people, too. Like, this is an industry you never thought of, I guess. And then the whole joke. I mean, I enjoy, like, the the shyness at the end and they kiss each other and it's like, like, oh. Touched your boobies. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun button. And they were both really nice people, Mm -hmm. which goes a long way to holding my interest of, like, oh, I can watch this storyline even though this is the most ridiculous boobies set there. Oh. Plus uh, boobs. I mean, we didn't right. even yeah. talk about oh, man, the we... amount of boobs in this movie. I... Like, it, think speaking of Game of Thrones, right? It's I mean, just those two, right? No, well, there's, there's the one boobs other. in the in the art gallery. Right. Oh. Most of them are covered by Santa hats. It's well, not funny. Are. It's odd. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, I completely forgot that this was an R-rated movie. And when we started it up, I was like, why is this movie R-rated? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I'd forgotten about all of the nudity. Um, they say the F word a couple times, right? Too. Oh, and Laura Linney's boobs. Oh my gosh! Oh, right, that's is the she other naked? one. Yeah, she is. He's not though, right? Yes, he he's probably does underwear. a butt shot or his butt. Yeah. We see his butt. <gasps> oh, his butt. Yeah. Which yeah, he's from Westworld. Westworld. Katie pointed this out to me. Yes. Did you watch uh-huh. it, Bridget? I did. I could not watch the second season. Oh man, it's kind of like. Is there a third show. one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh seriously? Oh, I'm so behind. Oh. I love the first season. Yeah. Mm. I didn't but love no, any of it. He was he was really good in Westworld. Yeah, I liked him in Westworld. Sexier with a little age on him. That's you what know? you were saying. He's, He's not so much like of a like a Ken Japan maker. Right, yeah. yeah. He's just like <laughs> he's like too smooth. He's like too much of like a yeah, but Photoshop. In, when was this movie made? Two thousand two? Two thousand three, I think. In two thousand three, I I really liked him. I though. mean, I think he's gorgeous. I think he's is he Portuguese or Ch- yeah? Is he okay? I think he's Portuguese. Yeah, he's so good looking. Anyway, I mean that's okay. So we need to get into that later. But are we jumping to? Uh, so yeah, I think. Oh, the sex characters. Sex, I like them. They're they're, they're nice. They meet cute, and it's a mm-hmm. we assume they have a good relationship. Yeah, they kind of dead end. Like they themselves don't really tie back into right, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah, there's no well, the other photographer. Tie back to right. them, right? Not I mean, no. They it's kind of like end. They're like the end of that thread, I think. Right. It's like Colin's friend. They maybe show up in the background somewhere. I don't even know. Maybe at the wedding at the herb. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we'll go but on to a more important one that I think we probably have a lot to talk about: the uh, Snape and Emma T affair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ugliest piece of jewelry <laughs> yeah. to ever be upset over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What an ugly piece of jewelry he picked out, Mr. Bean. I would rather have had the packaging than that necklace. Well, <laughs> here's my... I mean, first of all, it's just interesting that it seems like they're working at like a like an IRC, like International Rescue Committee type organization by the, like the poster on the wall. That's right, like, yeah. Help ease her load. And it's like an African woman with like right. a bundle on her head. Um, uh, I, yeah, I forgot exactly what it was, but I just remember see, that is problematic. Yeah, <laughs> just, do, definitely. Yeah. And it's also, I always thought they worked for like an ad firm and then I look closer and I'm like, huh. Um, but what was I going to say about that? Um, okay, well, here's, I guess here. I guess I'll say it now. So like the Mr. Bean thing, is yeah. he supposed to be like a Clarence, like an angel kind of situation? Like it's a Wonderful Life because because he because um, Snape tries to buy that jewelry. He's trying to have an affair, and Mr. Bean is kind of like 
preventing him, ostensibly like preventing him from doing it. And then he's the same person that allows the little Muppet kid to jump the fence at the airport and like go pursue the love of her life because he's like, remember he like comes right. and he's like, oh, I don't have the ticket. And then he like gives Liam Neeson like a wink, like, haha, Christmas miracle. So is he like, <laughs> is that him? Is he yes. like the catalyst? He is, he is right? supposed to be sort of like an angel. Right? I read, I read that. Oh, ha 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 ha. Only Mr. Bean is an angel only in the, like what? That's, I mean, I enjoy him. He's a bubbling him. angel. I enjoy him. Although I will say the stakes of that is not that high because the only stakes that of him like um, taking longer on that present is that he'll ultimately have to give that to his wife. It's not like he wrote on it for my mistress. Right. Like if Emma Thompson discovers it, just give it to her. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean. No, he didn't think of that. And I think I walked into the other room when she found that present. Yeah, you didn't see that part right. to know that when she got the Joni Mitchell CD, it meant that, oh, he bought something. He bought a necklace for somebody. It wasn't me. See, I, she I, saw I, the box. Right. It was the same shape. Although I was having this conversation with somebody the other day about the consistency of a, a double CD versus a box of jewelry right like you can't tap on a cd and not know it's a cd in right. 2003 or shake a we necklace box i think right. also do they only uh, give each other one gift for christmas no because no, she selected I, she want she wanted this one knowing right. that that was the same shape oh okay i see maybe right. he always packs his gifts in cd cases <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't you guys think that like the I don't I don't really understand the temptation from the secretary. I wish they would right. have gotten like a more Ooh. intriguing. Another little factoid is uh the director had Emma Thompson wear a fat suit. Mm, I thought so. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, of course. She does yeah, look homelier than she really she is. She does. Yeah. She, her face was not filled out mm-hmm. in any way shape or form, but her body was yeah. droopier. She's got like mom bod. Exactly. Here's a fun fact about the, the lizard lady that is the, oh yeah um, she was weird looking yeah she is she's intense looking but she is a German actress so I know her right. from the uh, famous l- lesbian Basic, yeah. movie um, uh, Jaguar and Ami and Jaguar which is about like two women that fall in love during World War II and one is Jewish and one is like kind of a Nazi's wife is anyway. this on Netflix mm, yeah it's on something it's on, I watched it you should watch it it's good and it's Nora also there, also recommended is there sex it? Yeah. there is some sex yeah there's definitely sex in it and it is a true story it's based on a true story and it's kind of like wow. it's intense it's really good but she is in it the snake woman and she's like great she's not this okay. person at all and I thought it was like 20 years before because the German film is kind of the quality is not that of love actually like just the cinematography sure. and I think it's made to look older anyway and I was like how is this the same person <laughs> um, but she's awesome in that and this she's like so unlikable right. well and she's vapid and best friends with the other most vapid character who who is who is you know the in love with Kira Knightley guy they're friends I miss that yeah they're friends they Oh, you're she right. She comes to the to gallery. Art gallery. You're right. Yeah. And she lives on the dodgy side of the street with Natalie. Dodgy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Does Natalie live here? <laughs> oh right. Yeah. No. I forgot about that. Are you? She, she lives across the street. The prime yeah. minister. <laughs> no. Um, She's wearing the ugly necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised if she wasn't wearing her devil horns or yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah she just—it's just like so eager, that so it desperate. Would, it's such so a turn desperate. off. Yep. 
exactly. Um, but I really like Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. I think they're both great. They're great. It's, I think we even talked about they're they're almost in their own movie. I yeah. mean, it's the one like major downer story. But they, they bring all their acting chops to it. Well, yeah. right. And I, I heard this on another podcast because it's the downer and Laura Linney's is oh, the downer. Yeah, sure. And they're, I was oh, listening to a podcast yeah, where God. they were saying that when, when this person watches the movie, she's like, everything else is super saccharine and has this happy ending and is like unbearable. Exactly what you're not supposed to teach kids about romance. And then there's these two women that have like real experiences of having family obligations as Laura Linney and like this guy just walks out and then being cheated on and figuring out if you want to keep your family together. So anyway, I really do like, yeah, this is like one of the more real or one of the two real storylines. Yeah. And it's interesting because at the end they meet each other at the airport and you're not, they're like, okay, they're going to get through it. Maybe. I don't know. I like it. Plus that's one of my, that storyline has one of my favorite lines, which is like, I'm going to be the locks. <laughs> yeah yeah i like i like that too uh, we should say that we're recording in a podcast studio <laughs> studio right next to an improv class where the theme is the angriest version yep. of love actually yeah. where it all devolves into <laughs> shouting matches and i think a car alarm is going off yeah. outside so great oh baltimore uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Wow, they are very aggressive someone just loud. said the f word <gasps> I know. Anyway. This is a children's podcast. Is our podcast <laughs> rated R? I think so. Yeah. yeah probably. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. right. So, I mean, that's... The that's the, so, the next one is uh, Colin Firth, the mm. crime writer, who... This is my favorite. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, he gets cheated on when going to the wedding. By his brother. By his brother. Which bum, is bum, bum. With his yeah. sick wife the, the barelyest sick wife of oh, ever right. where she's like i thought even she had like polio or something i'm like oh wait <laughs> yeah. she has like this <laughs> i demand that the wife has po- or the girlfriend has polio if she's gonna pretend to be no she's just like barely i think she like rubbed her nose to make it look redder and then yeah. is hanging out in like her sexy underwear she's um, like come back to bed i want to shag you yeah before jamie gets out <laughs> Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. So, anyways, gets cheated on. He leaves for France. Okay, yeah, right. It's France. His, his vacation home or his writing home in France. And then he has, as a, you do, as you do. And then you have a Portuguese uh, cleaning lady who speaks no French, as one does. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And it answers the question as to why he's driving. I thought he was driving on the opposite of the road, but he's driving. On, with a car that is opposite on the right or correct or whatever, normal side of the road, because he takes the ferry. Over. That's very yeah, you know, ethnocentric. I know I couldn't. I kept on correcting myself to keep on saying right, right, correct, correct, normal. Like I just used every <laughs> adjective that was the worst. I couldn't figure out how to oh, correct myself. I um, love this storyline. I think it's great. the The scene where the pages fly into the water. Makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, it's a very cute story. It's at the same time, I'm like, those pages are ruined. Oh, there's, yeah. There's no absolutely. saving it. And yeah, because, yeah. And we were watching it, and they jump into this lake, and it just looks like the mog- muddiest, boggiest lake. <laughs> and it was actually, in fact, like a 19 inch deep lake where 
they, oh, that they had to like pretend to they be. were on their knees like pretending to be that in makes it. sense oh. also it's interesting that he goes so far to be still at like a bog like you know like yeah. surely there's prettier places in <laughs> France to write a novel right that's true and then the part to me that's like annoying is like the double downing on fat shaming with her sister. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she's not just fat shamed; she's like ugly shamed, which I'm using quotes. You know, yeah. like single lady shamed. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. She's, she's all the shames. And if you think she's so bad, why do you assume that a suitor that comes to your door wants to marry her? She's like, you know. Anyway, it's just like this like weird confusion. Yeah. Um, I still love that whole scene in the restaurant and where, you know, he's been learning Portuguese yeah. and she's been learning English and it's just so cute. She's super pretty too. Yeah. She's I don't know. so beautiful. She's, yeah, she's pretty yes. compelling. I get it. If I was Colin Firth, if I was her, and I don't know. And he's so handsome. They're eh, just cute. Yeah. Hey, Colin Firth <laughs> is, is, you know, well, he is Darcy. I know. In this movie... I guess I guess he's sympathetic because he gets cheated on, and then he's just he's just kind of a grump. But I guess he has good reason to be, and I get why he wouldn't want to spend Christmas with his family because he's going to be hanging out with like his cheating brother. And my favorite part, well, maybe I'll save it. It's okay. really a silly part, but I think it's my Hummer. Oh, <laughs> and it involves him, so I'll save it. Okay. okay. Last thing it was this reminded me of another movie where they're always like talking and saying the same thing even though they don't, they don't understand each other. Oh, There's yeah. a Jim Jarmusch movie about a uh, New York samurai plays by, played by Forrest Whitaker. What? <laughs> but, yeah. It sounds like you were making it up as it you is. talk. And his best friend is a guy who only speaks French and they constantly have conversations where they're saying the same thing but they don't understand yeah. each other. Anyways, it's, check it out. It's an interesting movie. Speaking of which, uh, I'm going to forget my note on that. But I remember thinking when I was like, I don't speak Portuguese, but I was trying to figure out. I think they're like translating it wrong. Poorly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't think he's actually saying what they translate him saying. Okay. Which is fine. But they're trying to make him. Dumber. Well, it's overly technical. It's like he's said these like overly technical, weird ways of explaining something. And I was just listening to him like, I don't think that's actually what he's saying. But I get the point that like he's desperately trying to like, you know, communicate. And he just has very basic Portuguese. And that is cute. Right. Yeah. And then they get married. They do. (laughs) Apparently, the production people for the movie had a 45-minute... Uh, meeting to decide what color underwear she was going to have to jump in the lake. Yes. For. Oh, wow. White, right? Or no? Light, it was cream light, or white? Light blue. Light, light blue. blue. Oh, blue. Interesting. Okay. She's wearing white at the end, which is very... She's wearing, like, white, like a waitress outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. Anyway. Also, I would <laughs> love I like. to like. Oh, yeah. That, like, I want to have dinner in that, like, upstairsy balcony restaurant well then you're like why didn't he just go to portuguese or portugal and write a book like that sounds great yeah it's like warmer right because it was like cold terrible miserable. but it's so right. much further from london to portugal than Take the, I, I assume I guess. even though he thinks his writing is crap and shit he probably is rich enough to take a flight Seems like to it. portugal who knows who knows <laughs> he bought them all those presents he has a vacation home in france do you think it's his that's vacation true. home? Yeah, it was listed as his his vac- That's what it said in like 
the blogs oh, and whatnot. Oh, weird. So I, I assumed he just, like, booked an Airbnb. No, it said it was, like... Wow. <laughs> I don't know. 2003 Airbnb. Yeah. He started Airbnb. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew that's why I liked him. There you go. So, yeah, I that cute story. Yeah. Um, so now we'll move on to uh, Kira Knightley and... A 17-year-old child. Right. And a 35-year-old <laughs> wow. man. Uh, Cheetah 4? Is that his last name? I don't know. Um I have no idea. Yeah. Is he the guy from The Walking Dead? No. no. The, he oh. was Her? from 12 Years a Slave. Oh, right. Uh, he was oh, my God. You're right. He was also in Doctor That's Strange. Yes. And he's a good actor. He's the lead in yeah. 12 Years a Slave, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, he looks young, I guess. But um, I don't think he aged between. Yeah. Well, actually, he's he's probably slave. still pretty young. I don't think he's 17. <laughs> yeah. Well, so um, interesting fact that I know about the wedding is that the creators used Jim Henson's funeral as an inspiration for, like, the people popping up, like the different trumpet section and this popping up. Because then – because if you guys have ever watched Jim Henson's funeral once a month, you notice that um, they they do, like, just one person – Oh, I think we oh, lost. Oh, did we lose Bridget? Got to call her back. We got it. We got to we got it. Anyway, at Jim Henson's funeral, they sing just one person and it's like, if you guys if you want to cry, just watch it. <laughs> Bridget's oh. phone just went to voicemail. We'll wait for her to call her back. Yeah. Or call us back rather. Um <gasps> there she is. Where would you go, Bridget? I Bridget, don't know. Are you back? I think I got lost in the in a wedding featuring a band. <laughs> well, okay. So I was saying that, yeah, Jim Henson's funeral features a song, Just One Person, and, like, the different Muppets stand up in the audience, and they all join them on the stage. So that's what was used to inspire. Because it is, like, it is beautiful. You said Jim Henson? Jim Henson's funeral. Okay. I thought you said Jimi Hendrix. No. And he did the reason. same thing. Okay. <laughs> Jim Henson. <laughs> uh, and... Anyway, I think it's really cool when at their wedding, like, there's different musical elements that yeah. come to play. And then who I but see... But the man who's singing... Yeah, who is uh, that? And everybody asks, is he famous? I don't know. Like I looked up the name, and I didn't recognize it. Yeah. Okay. I, I That's what I assumed as well. And, like, are those their friends playing the trumpets and stuff? I don't because think Because if so. I was at my wedding, and I looked out, and I saw a bunch of strangers... Right. You would know the jig I would is up. Be confused or be like, "Oh, those must be your relatives." Good I don't point. Know. Yeah. Good point. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not sure. Wedding um, crashing and stealing our food. But then this storyline ends up getting a lot of like it's like very polarized at how people feel about it because. I think it's super creepy. It's super creepy. Yeah. So Bridget, the Walking Dead guy is the yeah. the friend that treats her like garbage. He's because, so mean. Yeah. He's so mean. Yeah, wouldn't you think that'd be super obvious? I think it'd be obvious if you treated somebody like total trash, and like if she doesn't would... know she's only a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's another problematic when I element. Was in high school, anyway. I yeah, I relate. So. Well, yeah. So then, also, that's your like best friend, and then you're yeah. What an asshole! You're putting the moves on your best friend's new wife you're making yeah and then you yeah and then you, you make, come over and you tell her to like yeah. shut up and not talk yeah and yeah because yeah, that's what carol carolers oh this is the other thing this like MacGuffin in this movie that like on christmas you're supposed to tell the right. truth what is that, that since is when some made up bullshit made up 
Um, yeah, because he, if you can't at any other time, when can you? This guy is like the worst friend in the world because not only he probably has treated her like total garbage for what probably two years right. leading up to yeah, the wedding. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like any trip to a museum or ski vacation or <laughs> night out to dinner, he's being a total asshole. And then the minute he flips, he comes over and expresses his love via collage. I don't know. I think I think he's owed. A little bit from her, you know. Yeah, right, you that's know. what he thinks. Yeah. Oh, what a waste of paper. Yeah. He just wrote all those signs and threw them away. I know. Yeah. For the, his friend to find. <laughs> did did it's he? Not pick, too hard to piece did he together. Pick them up. I don't think so. He just litters all over the street. Oh, he throws them in the garbage. And what? But also, he has that freak out after after he goes or she comes over and wants to see the video. Yeah, and, and they play. I do love that Dido song. That a lot. song, oh my it's god, a good song, yeah. that's what. Yeah, that's. I don't. It's such a good song. When movie scores like break, that's like a break to me where I'm like, oh, I'm actually hearing a song right now. It's not just the score. Yeah, um, that's a really good song. Foreign movies do that a lot with English language songs, and I don't know if they. I feel like the director might not totally understand the meaning of the song. Anyway, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say back to that video. I mean, he was obviously using that video to masturbate pleasures (laughs) right right (laughs) that's what that was yeah yeah Yeah. that's another thing that i just in rewatching it with you i was like oh shit this is masturbation footage yeah yeah, because what else is he gonna do with it Uh, yeah look at it longingly gross (laughs) and then when he throws away the cue cards at the end and he's walking away he's like enough now like full shit you just made it way more complicated because now Kira Knightley who's 17 just kissed you on the mouth also the emphasis for me was on the now he's like okay that's enough for tonight (laughs) (laughs) plan two of stalking this woman (laughs) (laughs) is really you know yeah right resumes at 6am tomorrow now that he got the kiss he doesn't have to crawl into their roof and like look into their skylight Um, (laughs) yeah totally um yeah i don't think i don't think that uh, yeah i don't like it i will say it is really impressive that he can play that character and play the walking dead character yeah it is nuts i don't detect an accent he he's a different person it's kind of impressive no it's good it's good yeah all right one last uh storyline we forgot a storyline oh i i can't think of it bridget can you think of which one we forgot I Wait, have, we forgot. We, we forgot for, to say one. We forgot or? it. Yeah, we well, I've forgot. Got, I've got well, one more. Phil has one more, but it's not the one that we talked about. Oh. Well, wait. What's the last one? Laura Lenny. Nope. There's one more. Wait a second. Is it the caterer? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> caterer. I have to follow her. Yeah. It's um. It's Bill Nye. Oh, that's and like my song. favorite one. Jeez, it's the yeah. song, the Christmas we'll, song. We'll end on, oh my god! We'll end right. on that one. Christmas all around. Because I actually you. really like that. Oh. Yeah, that'll be a good end. Yeah. That's better than ending on Laura Linney because that's a yeah. real bummer. Okay, Laura, Laura Linney. Um, yeah. Well, she's like the American. I mean, there's a couple of Americans, but she's like the featured American in it. And has a real, right. I, and I'm not sure they don't really explain like why they're in England, right? 
like, that's that's the place where yeah, like they why eat. her American brother is <laughs> yeah. also in England. I guess they I guess say like bring him uh, because well they kind of say like when our parents like I don't know they kind of allude to it. It's like ever since we've been here or something he's been. I'm gonna assume they came over here. Their parents were tragically murdered. They never picked up the accent. Right, and they decided to put him in a institutionalized in an institutional place with the worst security in the world. Yeah. Uh, yes. so in rewatching this storyline, I'm like equally mad at Laura Linney and the Westworld guy. Because like the Westworld guy is just like such this right. classic, like, oh, you have to take a phone call? Sorry, I guess you don't care about me tonight. I'm like out. it's this weird thing in movies, especially if it's the woman that can't she has to take like a bathroom bla- break, then the guy leaves and moves to a different state. <laughs> That but part is very upsetting. It to totally me. is. But then also, Carl. yeah, Carl, <laughs> Carl, Carl. Yes, yes. I don't know. I love Alan Rickman and the whole thing. But Laura Linney is equally like ridiculous in that, like, if if this is your brother who's calling you, in my calculation, every like four and a half minutes, yeah, then probably yeah. She needs it, some if, boundaries. Yeah, and... if that's your life, then yes, I don't think Carl. I think Carl made the right decision. Like, if she's not. But if communicate not... a little bit more on it before. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's rough. But yeah, she, yeah, her storyline, and she's one of the only ones not at the airport at the end. So who the fuck? Oh, really? Who knows where she is? Sad. Yeah. She's with her brother. <sighs> right. Anyway. Which I mean, yeah, whatever. It's rough. That <laughs> her storyline and Emma Thompson's are like the ones that are like, oh yeah, that's life, man. Yikes. Okay. But hers especially, I think, could be improved mm. through some better communication yeah. and some better boundaries. I mean, that's that's me on the outside looking in. Um, whatever. I, yeah, I get it. Though. Yeah. All right. Now to the final story, the Christmas is all around us. Yeah. Which I, is how the movie starts, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I completely forgot. Like, this is my favorite storyline. He's like just the troubadour it's, throughout. It's super, super funny. He just... He's a really funny comic actor. When watching this for the first time, and only recently, like I, it's one of those things where I wasn't sure if, when I first watched it, I didn't know that who that actor was. So I'm like, yeah. is this a famous pop star? Like, is oh, this right. David Bowie? And then <laughs> also the song, I was like, is this a famous song yeah. that they're parodying? Um, which is perfect, which is great because they, they fooled me. There's a couple of like Simpsons, like baby on board from the Simpsons, the barbershop quartet. They have this song that I'm like, is that a classic song? Anyway. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like it too. Yeah. He just, he was super not giving a shit, charismatic. That's, that's the other sort of, um, like homosexual reference. Well, here's my, this is the other thing I didn't wasn't sure about and I think in watching it this past time with like a little more critical eye I think I can affirm that he means that he just like he's the love of his life as far as like he's the person he wants to spend Christmas with but like at yeah in other watchings I'm like are they gay like are they is he actually coming to pursue a relationship with him but I think he just means you're my family right yeah right I do it's his life partner but there's still some I guess I don't know. Oh, there's some, like, slurry stuff about, like, spend you spend 10 minutes with Elton and you're gay as a gay bird. I I think there could have been, like, some original draft of this movie where there was some gay relationships and they just pulled it back in rewrites. Like, Mm. I I could have seen it, you know, with 
Walking Dead character actually have been in love with his best friend, which would have made more sense. I could have seen um, the singer being in love with his agent, which would have been fine too. You know, yeah, that totally. would have made sense too. Um, but I think they just got scared. And yeah, I think they did too. Pulled one or two of them back. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So yeah. All right. So that and is. There, wait, what about that whole thing where he goes on with that like boy band? <laughs> that that was very. Um, relevant to me having just studied abroad in ireland uh-huh. oh, okay like that those boy bands i mean i know boy bands are popular all the time but like that was like very much that boy band was very popular oh was that... that a real boy band yeah oh my gosh were they called blue yeah. or yeah i think it's blue oh yeah. that's funny i assume they were made up as well no oh cool. pretty certain they're real wow. are those were those Not... like were those guys hosting that show was that a real show I don't know about that. Because they looked super British and, like, I could believe it, that they were, like, the British TRL or whatever. Right. Maybe. Which is such a weird premise for a show. But, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that is all our storylines. I know, Katie, you had some questions from our internet fans. Some questions from our fans. All right. So. um, so good morning, let it snow. If you really like Christmas. <laughs> okay. Come um, on and build a snowman. The first question, this is going to be a real easy answer, I think, comes from Elise. And she asks if we've read Lindy West's review of Love Actually uh, on quick, Jezebel. Quick answer, no. My quick no. answer is no. <laughs> Nope. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for your question, question, Elise. Hope <laughs> to see you at Wednesday's show. Um, so I guess the listeners out there, go read. Yeah. Go read that article. There's another. Oh, here's here Follow we go. Up question. There's another question from Elise. Sorry, that says, "What does the film say about monogamy, and does it reflect today's standards?" Then there's a wow. reference to talking about Shane from the L word um, being poly, but that's another show. So yeah, does what does it say about monogamy? Does it reflect today's standards? It's interesting. Just as there's not a gay couple, there's not like right. a, a poly couple. Well, there's only one couple that are. How like, many movies these days are featuring poly couples? Are we? Is that happening? Mm, I don't know about movies. Like e, like the Netflix show Easy talks about like they kind of broach it, but it's definitely like the subject of. It's like the question. I just, I just Googled that article, and uh, I think I actually have read it. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I rewatched Love Actually, and I'm here to ruin it for all of you. Oh, interesting. That's what it's titled, okay. and I do think I've actually read it. Um, by, yeah. Did it ruin it for you? Um, I think Does I, that article you know, hold up? Well, we can talk about it when it holds up, but yeah. if it holds up. But I still I have the DVD of it, and I plugged in my DVD player. Nice. <laughs> just so I can watch this movie. So. Nice. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it definitely has monogamy as like the goal, because otherwise, right? I what I was gonna say is I, I think there's only like one long term couple in this. Emma Thompson. Emma and Thompson Snape. and Snape. Um, Alan Rickman. I think Colin Firth was in a long term relationship before his brother fucked his wife. Were they? Well, were they married or no. were they? Oh, they weren't. Living, okay. It was listed as a live-in girlfriend. 
Uh, so it's. I don't think it was super. I think it was still a couple years. But I mean, so they I have kids. Like the other ones have kids. Like Emma Thompson and Snape have kids. Right, but no one else does. E- all the other ones were either a burgeoning relationship or mm-hmm. a two two years sort of max relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's. I would say that in that regard, it's not a great snapshot of relationships because there's only one long term one. Yeah, so that's you could true. Say, oh, they're the long term one's having trouble, but there's only one long term one. So. It is interesting that they're like, I mean, he for sure cheats on her with like a really unsympathetic, like, wow, dude. Like, I I don't know if the premise or like the thesis is like, oh, a man can only take so much. And it's like, not from this snake person. Yeah. But he doesn't become a totally unsympathetic character. Like, I think you're still kind of like, he's kind of a good guy. He just like made a shit decision repeatedly. So that's interesting. But I guess it's not the poly question. It's more of like, can a marriage survive like infidelity? Yeah. Which I think the message was that, yeah, it can. I think the director went on to say that uh, they stay together. They're just not, it's not as happy as it used to be. Um, This question comes from, and I'm reading these folks as they're saved in my phone, Liz Wood. And (laughs) the question is, why do I feel compelled to hate watch this stupid film every friggin' year? (laughs) Exclamation point, exclamation point. Ah. Seems like Liz would, you know, <laughs> maybe want to do some searching in her own heart and soul about this question. Well, here's, I don't know if I can answer this question because we'll we'll talk about it more of like, does it hold up? I guess maybe she doesn't like the people she's watching this movie with. True, hey. uh, you know. But there is something very like comfort food about it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. whether you hate oh, yeah. every storyline, whether you don't like the characters, like it was one of the first films I think that did this whole like valentine's day or new year's eve like that intentional tying everybody together or like new york i love you or whatever sure it's one of the first films to do that and i think that was like a mind blow we're like oh my god that person is that person and like they actually live in like a town um (laughs) a london yeah and like i think it is i i mean hugh grant's speech i think is like the crescendo one of the crescendos of the film it feels very good at the time watching it in 2003 i thought felt wonderful as a liberal i guess to be like yeah fuck you usa Mm -hmm. like you know so that was kind of nice to have like a feature film a feature christmas film shit on u.s policy was kind of nice um yeah so i don't know yeah, there's something about I don't know, and it's like, it's like so Christmassy in the most British self-deprecating way. I don't know. It's my explanation for why it's fun to hate watch, even if sure. you're hate watching. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, does anybody else want to answer that? I just took no. That I think that's in. perfect. No, I think you summed oh, it up. Thanks. You nailed it, Katie. Then we have finally a question that comes from Annie ICU. Oh. It's also a real world. Oh, Westeros. my favorite listener. Yep. Um, and she asks. Sorry, besides Nora. She's yeah, exactly. Yes. Does this film pass the Bechdel test? Oh, uh, I don't believe it does. I guarantee it does not. Yeah. You don't think? No. Good God, there are that's not nuts. Many women having their own storyline that is not related to a man. I don't even know if there's two women talking to yeah. each other. I don't even think it passes like one rule of the Bechdel. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Well, for our listeners, remind us what the rules the are. The Bechdel test is in any film. In order to pass it, there has to be two female characters that at some point have a that are both named, so the audience knows sure. both of their names, and they have to have a conversation together which does not 
involve a man. Like something that they talk about has to be not about a man. And I would even give them a pass in this movie about the last rule just because it's all about relationships or what whatnot. But it if they bothered to include a same sex character, but yes, go ahead. But I mean it's there's no conversation, like you said, between I don't think there's any conversation between two women. All the women are named. I mean, most of the women are named, but like, but dude, but here's the thing, whatever the inverse of the Bechdel test is, are there two men or there is two men that have a conversation because Colin and his friend have a conversation at length. Lengthy one. Yeah. I guess the Wisconsin girls talk to each other about their roommate (laughs) who's coming home. But then that'd be a crazy way to pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. No, Um, it does not whatsoever. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think there's. Yeah, there's plenty of men that talk to each other. Right. Wow. Well, the answer is no. You've got some work to do. Yeah. Well, those were that Love was our... actually too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here, there's a n- final little trivia question. Yeah. Was there ever a sequel? No. Was it taken? It was taken. No, it wasn't <laughs> taken. Uh, the answer is yes. There was a sequel. What? They made a little twelve-minute short video called red nose day actually it was like some fundraiser for mm. something oh maybe i did see that yeah where it looks at it was them like patch adams kind of thing is that what i mean by resonant i, I nose think day? i think so oh, yeah something like that um and so it was like 12 15 years later and sort of checking in with them interesting i watched that today wow uh, and uh lincoln walking dead guy has his beard and Kieran Knightley doesn't like it. Uh, the other guy is, for real. Yeah, he, he basically he does the the cards again. What? Um, like yeah. trying to get her the same? No, not less. So. No, he's married now. But um, what is he saying then? Um. Hey, how's it going? Um. Do you like my beard? No, I guess not. I don't. I'm not sure about it either. Uh. Da da da. How so, how's your life with your husband? So this is like a fan fiction version. Very much so. Okay. Yeah, very much so. Interesting. I'll have to watch that. Is okay. it on YouTube? It. Um, I think I had to watch it on one of those other. Like Vimeo or something. Yeah, I think it was on Vimeo. That is crazy oh, okay. that that guy can, can only communicate with her during <laughs> Christmas via cue cards. And he, I guess, marries one of the models that he has in that little poster. It's like, what? Yeah. I didn't recognize who it was, but I assume it was one of them. He should have married the snake girl. Yeah. If he likes her so much. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Okay. Well, th- those were all the questions. So. Cool. Next segment. Next segment is, I think, where we go into Does It Hold Up? Oh, what about Hummers, Bummers, Dummers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do HBDs. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Bridget, all right, you right, sound right. like you have something locked and loaded because I had to think about this. <laughs> I've not thought about it. It's no, I mean, uh, uh, we can move on to does it hold up? No, that's no, no, HBDs. no, let's do it. HBDs, hey, HBDs, hey, HBDs, HBDs. 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 <laughs> that, that 0.8 millisecond time delay yeah. gets us every time. I know, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> I promise I am, I am following in real time. I just we know. want our listeners to know that. We know. Um, okay, well, my Hummer is very silly and it's uh very simple but it is uh when uncle jamie goes to his family's house um to bring them presents and then he realizes he wants to go 
meet his Portuguese <laughs> lady. And he, he rings the doorbell and everybody's like, Uncle Jamie, Uncle Jamie's here. And then um, he's like, actually, I have to go. And like one kid goes, I hate Uncle Jamie. I hate Uncle Jamie. Yeah. That's my favorite. Fickle kids. <laughs> they fickle are. Kids. I know. He even left him the present, which is, yeah, saying something. It was a hate Uncle Jamie. That's that's my Hummer. Phil, do you have a Hummer? Uh, I'll just leave mine as Bill Nye. In general, please pronounce his last name. Nye, Nye. Nye. Yeah, I don't know. Bill, British guy, and uh, him just not giving a fuck Mm -hmm. at it. I think it's just enjoyable to see him, and then having it sort of work, and he gets popular. Yeah, I just enjoyed all of those. Nothing in particular. Yeah, like the moment that his song is ranked as number number one, he gets a call from Elton John. Yeah. Because Elton John was glued oh, yeah. to the... Who's going to get my phone yeah, call? Yeah, glued to the British version of TRL. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I already said it, I guess, but I don't, I'm don't. i trying to like rack my brain for another... Um, I mean, okay, I was going to say Hugh Grant's speech, but I kind of already t- I talked about that. I think like Alan Rickman's constant like look of pain on his face whether he's experiencing joy or pain yeah. is just like oh god he's in the terrible t-shirt or just whatever it is just that look i think alan rickman's um look on his face like when he's being tortured by mr bean or when he's like kind of flirting or um i don't know yeah alan rickman i think <laughs> alan rickman is your hummer yeah which is ironic because he's one of like the you know m- most like bad behaved uh, characters, yeah. but I do. I really like him. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. He was not in the sequel, well, obviously. But Did, had he died before? He died right before. Oh, and so it's like um, a recent thing. Emma Thompson wasn't in it either because they were like, we're not going to write anything for this because it'd be too sad. Oh it was, shit! It was literally a, a year after he died. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So right. yeah, bummer with, with that bummer fact. <laughs> Jesus fact, Christ! Let's go into bummers. Bummers. Let's do bummers and then end on bummers. Well, I mean, there's a lot of bummers, but I'm gonna go with Emma Thompson uh, in her bedroom listening Crying. to the Joni oh, Mitchell CD. God, just having that sad <sighs> moment and then like just pulling herself together as the woman she is to for her children. Once Oof. again, she uh, she brings it. Like uh, she is acting. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. That's a bummer. It's not. It's not a bummer to the movie. It's just the bummer for life for her. You know what I mean? I think. I think she actually does a great job at it. But yeah, uh, I'll do my bummer. Is the other bummer storyline? Laura Linney. Just the the yeah. lack of communication. Just uh, mm-hmm. learn how to use your words, people. <laughs> and, I know, because she could have gotten it in with Carl. Yeah, you know. She just said, "Hey, can you hang on a sec?" BRB. Yeah. BRB. Um, relax. You'll, you'll get some. My bummer might be like the, like the Billy Bob Thornton, Natalie. Oh, good uh, one. Storyline, which seems like, I mean, like he left the room. (laughs) Like he, or I guess he, I guess he left, but like, ugh. Like, I don't think Hugh Grant, the bummer to me is like Hugh Grant didn't, really do anything actively right. to prevent that from happening on like later on that night like that whole storyline was like oof that's a bummer because that's traumatic so yeah that would yeah. be my bummer I mean the other two the other two storylines are definitely like bummers as well so I was pivoting to a different one 
All right, dumbers. Dumber time. Bridget, mm. do you have one? Man, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with the whole Colin storyline. Good call. <laughs> yeah. It's just dumb. Yeah, that's... <laughs> It's yours. <laughs> that is it. And, uh, yeah, I was going to go sort of that direction as well. Um, uh, let's see. You know, I'm going to go with um, Walking Dead, Lincoln, what's his face? His his plan was just so dumb, and he had to – he was really confident that his buddy wasn't going to come and look out the window, just glance out the yeah. window once. And it's just – to have that big a hole in your plan yeah. is, is huge. You'd have so much explaining to do. Because I would look out the window. It's like, what is this Christmas carolers that sound like a recording? And my wife, my new wife is down there for like 10 minutes. Is she getting attacked by creepy kids or, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I'm going to like peek out the window and then your plan's foiled. And then I walk down and like, what are those note cards? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was dumb. Um, if you're going to stalk people, have a better plan. Yeah. Only because I want to be super obscure and not go with the like stuff it. that I've said before. I think when Colin for on Christmas Eve, when Colin Firth is desperately trying to get from, I guess, like the Lisbon airport. He's getting from some airport to somewhere else via taxi. And he rushes and he gives away a taxi to a woman and then we're meant to believe that there will never be right. another taxi on an airport at a holiday pretty dumb you guys <laughs> and lo and behold there was one right there, there was one which he right had there to have seen because there's millions yeah he would have all... he would have seen the line of one that's yeah. the only thing that's at airports besides yeah. people and the holidays but anyway i think i think we went through and and said so many of the other dumbers that yeah I know you were you were really wondering about the girl, the Mariah Carey girl's teeth. You just didn't. Right. She had yeah. like some missing teeth. First of all, I mean, I couldn't get a hold of how old she was. Yeah. So it was like, has she had just like an eight foot growth spurt, but she yeah. still is missing baby teeth? And... Here's another dumber. Here's another yeah. dumber that involves airports and taxis and that girl. I'll tie yeah. it all together. Why plan to leave to move to the United <laughs> States an That's hour true. an hour after your school recital? Right. We all know they that can run late, true. especially when the prime minister shows up with all that security. Terrible planning. Right. <laughs> leave the next morning. She had to pack her bags before, you know, yeah. It was And it's the wrong way to fly for a red eye. It's just the That's worst. True. Right. You're gonna It's all wrong. <laughs> Anyway. It's all very wrong. I yeah. think she was lying to him. She wasn't going anywhere. You she know. probably just moved to Liverpool. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think now we can do our Does It Hold Up? Would it well? Bridget is the... Do you want to go first or <laughs> I last? I think Bridget should go last. I think okay. Bridget should go last. I think we should go in order of um, like how committed we are to it. So I think, Phil, you should go okay. first. Okay. I'm going to say... Yes, it does hold up. I think it has some some stuff, a lot of instances that do not hold up. The stalking, the fat shaming, the um, sort of not having a same-sex couple. Yeah. um, Just a lot of sort of their, I guess, bluer, swinging for the the cheap seat sort of laughs that are Mm -hmm. just really sort of 
don't hold up. But as mm-hmm. as a whole, I think there's enough in it. There's enough talent mm-hmm. uh, acting in this movie that it, it does it does hold up. I mean, I'm not going to go mm. and watch it every year like a loony. <laughs> <laughs> like half of um, the world. But I, yeah, I think it holds up. Um, I am going to agree with you with all of your points so I don't have to remake them. But I do think that like when you add all that up, it's a net gain. And I think people are... It's a charming movie. Right. I definitely have some complaints in all of the ways yeah. that you said... Like the people of color just being sidelined and the lack of like any real diversity and especially just all hetero like it's especially annoying because they were so aware of like the same sex stuff and they just I liked your theory of like there's this other script and they just like cut it for they whatever reason. Out, yeah. I think they chickened out and that's frustrating. But I do think that like the ways in which it intertwines and like the holiday spirit and the charm of the movie holds up. So I think it's it's ultimately a pleasurable watch. And I haven't seen all these other like Valentine's Day or, you know, New Ugh, Year's. Yeah. I'm assuming they're all a load of crap. They're just kind of contrived. Yeah, they're not, they don't they don't hold up. They're just yeah. super formulaic and they're just like clickbait for moviegoers basically. Sure. Yeah. But to to kind of pivot back to Liz Woods question. Sure. I think it holds up in the sense that it's for people that like it it holds up and it holds up as a hate watch. Like both of things, right. both things hold up. So I think it does. Yeah, you yeah. Can... I mean, I the spirit. I mean, obviously, I agree with both of you in terms of the diversity and uh, the lack of them having it. Um, but yeah, the spirit of Christmas. But then it's like, okay, so but there's things that people maybe would have argued that were 20 years ago from this date, from 2003, mm-hmm. that it would hold up where we would have been today. Like, no, no, you can't can't do that even given those things so maybe in 20 wait, years we'll can just you be like talk no about... there's no way we can I... enjoy this i don't know what you're talking about wait what do you mean <laughs> sorry i lost you you mean is it 20 years in the future or 20 no, years in like, the past tw- something that came out in the 70s okay or you know in the 40s or mm-hmm. whatever and then people were like well yeah but it's history yeah it's okay right. and like right so i wonder if like 20 years from now even we'll be like oof like maybe no well i think it's like the spirit of the holiday is very prevalent i mean they're not it's not a racist no exactly it's not a it does not have representation um i think the most problematic thing is actually the fat shaming stuff because that's stuff that they lean into and they actually articulate more of what doesn't hold up is like the lack of something which is like mm-hmm. whatever. You can watch a movie and you're like, eh, if it was made today, they would be more inclusive. But yeah. like, they don't I'm like outwardly say, yeah. say stuff. The the airport scene at the beginning and the end just gets me. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It is. Especially since we are all like, we were all in college during September 11th, and it was a very like yeah. powerful time. Were you, Phil? I had. I was still working. Phil was at married to his first wife. The university, yeah. Um, I was in my early forties, you know, sailing around the world. Uh, no, I had, I just graduated and was still working okay. at the university. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was. Thank you for clarifying. I was anyway, yeah. it was a very. It's, I mean, it was formative, obviously, for a lot of people. But I think when you're in college, when something happens, it has a very specific feel, and so I think that that's another reason why it holds up for, for specifically our little in betweeny generation, which is like living between the millennials and the Xers. That's a really good point. You know, um, I think my roommate, who is 
25 is planning to come to the live Love Actually Ooh. show on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, I'm hoping. And it's. I will immediately go home and ask her because she would have been like in a in her mother's womb when this came out like yeah 9-11 for her happened in like elementary school i think or middle middle school so that will be i think you're right bridget i think like it i i felt this movie was such a relief when it first came out so i think it will always feel like that to me yeah which is cool yeah so that was that was an official it does hold up from you bridget that is that was three (sighs) d-i-h-u's (laughs) d-hu's Dehus. Dehus. Yeah. It's a three solid three Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. I think the last thing we have is any uh, merch. Any we're, merch we're, we're, we're selling. selling. Um, does it hold up? Uh, Love actually merch that people can buy on our website. Um, well, you'll see on the website um, that I'm offering um, a, a variety of handmade papier mâché. <laughs> Uh, nativity costumes um, that you can get in various sizes. I've been working really hard, so there's like the octopus, the oh, lobster, like a lobster, yeah, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> there's all the traditionals as well, so get get them for your holiday season. And they all have the the doesn't hold up logo on it, thanks to our graphic designer um, for doing that. Nice. Uh, we I've got uh, something. It's you know those ring cameras that you can have that like watch over like your for house. Your doorbell. For your ho- yeah, house. yeah, yeah. It uh, it has a feature. Uh, does it hold up? Uh, Love actually feature that allows you to know if for sure you're alone in your house, so you can dance uh, oh. without having to be embarrassed by people coming in and, and seeing you dance. That's good. So That's it will. Good. It'll give out a, a slight, a constant, like, beeping noise when it's safe. I like it. And then it just says, shut it down when, you know, you've got to, like, I like act it. normal. Um, I've got a bunch of, like, postcards, you know, with, like, the hand-painted, like, the fun, like, beach scenes. Like, the old-timey-looking sure. postcards yeah. of, uh-huh. like, where you've been. Beaches. Yeah. And it just says, um... Welcome to Sheboygan, y'all. They <laughs> <laughs> thought Phil would like. I, I would. I, I want to buy you those. You should make those. Be, being from Literally. Sheboygan and then also growing up in the South. That yeah. you know, it's funny. That plot line is as if it's written by you. Who <laughs> was blending your two identities and couldn't remember which where where, yeah. where I came from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> If I had a dime for every time Phil said, welcome to Sheboygan. Y'all. I like envisioned me saying it aggressively. Like I'm playing like sports and I like tackle someone's like, welcome to Sheboygan, y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. right. <laughs> and you're like, tone it down, <laughs> Phil. Tone Come it on. Down. Uh, all right. Well. This has been. This has been great. Yeah. Amazing. Well, if. I think this is longer than the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It, it, we are at 1832. Well, so we. Hope all of our we had a lot to say. On we had nine, nine storylines. Nine storylines, hour and a half films. So we'll have to, we'll have was, to like reel ourselves in. That was my bad. I, I didn't keep us ranged. This, this movie's particularly hard to do, though, because yeah. there's so many different little subplots. It's like nine different movies. Um, well, if you're around and listening and want to come and talk about or hear about 
Love Actually more, come to the big theater on Wednesday, December eleventh, twenty nineteen. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just in case right. you know you find this recording. Oh my god. In like post-apocalyptic. Some, yeah. It's no longer here. Post-apocalyptic. It's like it's under the sea. Yeah. Um, and then send us your movie requests yeah, and we will, we take, will take our time to review them <laughs> we will we don't have anything else we'll to do. eventually pull them out because we'll have a lot of time in our bunker after the apocalypse yep yep <laughs> <laughs> awesome so let's let's sign off guys see ya see ya bye